I've told you before about the Formula One in schools technology challenge. It's the biggest science and technology competition for schools on the planet. An estimated 9 million students take part. In a nutshell, it involves the design and manufacture of miniature racing cars, which are then propelled along a 20-metre racetrack, reaching speeds of up to 100 kilometres an hour. Back in February, I spoke to Dr Michael Myers. He's the founder and chief executive of a non-profit organisation called Reengineering Australia Foundation. It runs the Formula One in Schools Technology Challenge in Australia. Back then, when we spoke about the national finals of the F1 in Schools competition, they were taking place in Melbourne. 150 students were competing for the right to represent their country at the world finals of the competition, which have just been held in Austin, Texas. The results for the Australians could not have been better. Our A1 racing team, comprising students from the Phoenix P12 Community College in Ballarat and the Pine Rivers High School in Queensland, finished in first place overall. In other words, world champions. In a moment, to one of the team members, but Michael Myers. Dr Myers is on the line. Dr Myers, good morning. Good morning, Alan. Amazing, amazing stuff. God. It's wonderful to continually have to uh, work with the world champions. Yeah. Why do you think that too few young people, though, see engineering as a career? Uh, I don't think it's been sold to them properly. No. Uh, Nor is this story. No, no. That's the biggest problem is getting enough, yeah. getting enough coverage. Your overall aim is to get children involved in what you call STEM. That's science, technology, engineering and maths. Yeah, definitely. I think there's not a lot. From an, as being an engineer, we've seen for many years not enough kids coming in, and and I think we've got to do projects that kids uh, relate to. And if you can give them stuff that they relate to, they just love it. You're, you're saying you reckon we produce the best STEM students in the world, science, technology, engineering, and maths, but you say we need a paradigm shift in how we use education funding to prepare them. Yeah, I think that, you know, people talk about uh, NatPlan and all that kind of stuff as some sort of gauge for Australian students, but it's little more than a, you know, multiple choice question and it really doesn't compare kids capabilities. I think what we're doing, you know, these kids go through three days or the hardest testing you could ever imagine and, and they've come out three years in a row now to be the best in the world. And It's I, amazing, is that these are kids who start out with computer software which students use to design a car, the same software used by companies like Toyota and Boeing. And then when I've done the design, what, they use a different software to analyse the aerodynamics of what they've designed and then comes the construction. Yeah, they're actually using the same uh, software tools as the one Astonishing. Astonishing. Eh? The car, they make the car body. Yep. Uh, wheels, they design everything. Some of the suspension are made out of carbon fibre and consist of 15 components, so it's incredibly impressive. It's beyond the capacity of most people listening to you to understand. It's beyond the capacity for most engineers to understand how good kids can be and how quickly they can learn. I mean, we're now moving down into into primary school and giving it to 10-year-old kids, and they're just handling it exactly the same. And then students take their cars, all painted up, and race them along a specially designed 20-metre track that's got a computer timing system to one thousandth of a second. Yeah, the, the, the world title, the, the top 19 cars were within 0.05 of a second. So the competition's incredible, incredibly tight. But, but it's not, oh, and, and we won. Yeah, it's not just about the cars too. I mean, the kids do a lot of verbal presentations and, and a whole set of things over three days. It's absolutely flat out for them, but no, we're again best in the world. 
It's astonishing. Nine million kids start in all of this with the best in the world. There's a website, by the way, REA. Go and have a look at it, .org.au, REA.org.au. Now, stay there, Doctor, because one of the members of your winning team is Ben, young Ben Marshall from Phoenix Community College, and I'm told the college has gone in the space of three years from being a bogan school, which is a sort of a pejorative, which means no good at anything, to being the school to attend all due to the success of the F1 in schools program. And Ben has what's known as high-function autism Asperger's syndrome. He's a world champion. Young Ben, good morning. Good morning. How old are you? 17. God help me. I don't understand a thing, Ben. I don't even know what to ask you. (laughs) How good is this? Before this, you were a recluse, I understand, before the F1 in schools. Yeah, before the um, before the competition, before I joined the competition, I uh, I couldn't really even talk to people at all. But um, after being in it for two years, it's changed my life in so many different ways. And how did you go about putting your school team together? Um, there was initially there was already a team um, formed. Um, a team member left, and uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to fill the position. And did you think you were good at science and maths and all that stuff? Um, no, not really. I didn't really have any idea of what any of us were capable of until the uh, the competition really started. What a beautiful speaking young man, for God's sake. Heavens above, you're my Australian of the Year. I don't even know you. You sound magnificent. What did you think then when you won the national title? Um, yeah, when we won the world finals, it was really just something else. Like, we've been preparing for it for so long, put so much work into it. It's just... Yeah, it's just fantastic. On your way to Texas, you were. And then you lined up against the best teams in the world. Yeah, that was... Were you nervous? Oh, I was incredibly nervous. I had no idea if we were going to win or not. But you had to design the car to start with. Yeah, yeah. Um, me and my best mate, Dylan, we uh, put sat down together and we designed all of the cars and stuff. And it was... We, we knew it was going to be fast. We... So you got all these mathematical coordinates that are required to make the car from balsa wood, is it? Yeah, it's uh, manufactured from a block of balsa wood. Yeah, and then the car body is made by an automated machine, I understand. These machines are expensive, aren't they? Um, yeah, they're fairly expensive, but our school supplied one for us, so that was uh, extremely lucky. God, and then you use internet-based technology to send designs backwards and forwards and you watch the car being made. Yeah, so... um. We, me and Dylan worked with our companies. For, we worked with Sauber F1 team, uh, Mental Graphics in Germany, companies all over the world yeah. to analy- analysis for it. And you're exchanging that knowledge? Yeah. And then and then you got to race the damn thing. You paint it up and you put it along this 20-metre racetrack, specially designed. Do you have to design the racetrack or that's designed for you? Oh, no, that was... That was designed. Really nice. And what speed did you get to? Um, I think the fastest speed that we got to was 1.043 seconds, so it's the fastest Australian car ever. Strike me pink. And there you are in Texas. This has all started from 9 million kids around the world, and you're announced as the world champions. What? It it was... uh... Bernie Eccleston gives you the trophy, the head of the Formula One motor racing competition. Has anyone signed you up, Ben? Not yet. Um, uh... You hope so? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you asked Mr. Eccleston, did you want advice he'd give to students like you about getting into the motorsport industry? What did he say? Um, he said, basically, this competition is exactly the way to go um, and sort of it just opens up so many different opportunities for us. So, yeah, if you want to get into the motorsport, you want to do this competition. I don't understand. Ben, you're not good. You're fantastic. Thank you.
Fantastic. Congratulations. And Dr Myers, last word to your question from me. Why isn't this a national story? I, I don't know. I, I must admit, Christopher Pine's been very helpful, but up until that, the, the previous government did nothing for us. And I mean, we even have trouble. I can't even get to. Uh, the well, New I'll be writing to Christopher Pine today. I can tell you. No, Christopher's been very helpful. Fantastic. It needs profile, and Ben and Co. need to be. That story needs to be told to all of Australia. No, I agree. Fantastic. Well, thank you for what you're doing. That is a beautiful, beautiful story. Well done. My pleasure. Okay, there he is, and Ben. You hang in there, and good luck in everything you do. Thank you very much. We're very, very proud of you. Thank you. World champion, mate. That's it. That's it. The Adam Scott of motor car makers. (laughs) All right, Ben. There he is. Isn't that a good story?